Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 263 of the Ask the Coach Show, where Ping Skills helps you improve your table tennis. For Throwback Thursday, we'll take a look back at our rules video. In the questions, we discuss how to become an equipment expert, if it's easier to topspin a heavy chop off the bounce, and why it takes the right practice to become consistent. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Ah, thank you, Jeffrey. And isn't 263 a prime number? Is that right? What a great way to introduce the show. Not sure. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> Very, I, I don't know. 263. Could be. I, I digress. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's it's a lot more interesting than on this day in history. That's for sure. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it is Thursday, and that means it's Throwback Thursday, Alloys, and we're going to have a look at our rules video. Uh, what's what's yeah. good to know about our rules video? Just that we've got it. Like it's it's one of those videos that. I don't really refer to very often. It's dug there, but it, we've got a whole section um, called Table Tennis Rules and the Table Tennis Rules video. It's actually good. I've had a look at it again. It's actually good. Covers um, covers the basic rules, but also in there, uh, there's a link to um, a PDF of the rules. You know, just a basic rundown of rules that you can uh, that you can utilize a brochure and a poster and all that sort of thing. So. Yeah, there you go. We have we have our rules video. And we do get asked quite a lot of rules questions. Some of them are a bit more technical and, and tricky, but we often um, get just the, the basic rules questions as well. And if you're playing um, in an office, uh, it's often that, that sort of thing would be good to have. You know, just download the brochure, print it out, and just go say, look, there it is. You are only allowed to play up to 11 points, Jeff. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> while you were giving that spiel, Alice, I did just check. 263, you're right, it is a prime number. <laughs> but um, what what are some of the most common uh, rules that people get wrong or people don't know about? Yeah, so at, at the really basic level and at the, you know, at the... Um, at the office level or school level, the one that I find the hardest uh, for players to understand is the one about hitting the ball before it bounces. So um, if the ball goes out past the table, the way that I describe it, the ball goes out past the table on the full without bouncing, it's out of bounds no matter what. So even if it goes out past the table and then I hit it with my bat out here, it's still my point because the ball's already out of bounds on the full. Um, yeah, so that one gets gets mucked up all the time. It works really easily at a higher level because because people just know um, know the rule. But at that base level, um, that's the one that I find is the hardest to explain and the hardest for players to uh, to grasp. Yeah, that does sound hard to explain. Uh, ones that. I think a common rules that people just don't know about if they're just at the office and haven't been to the club and, you know, played table tennis when they were kids, you know, is, as you mentioned, the scoring. A lot of people still think the games are up to 21. Um, and the other one that I think is 
most people don't get is that you have to throw the ball up 15 centimetres. If you go to most, you know, garages and or offices, as you said, you'll see people just serve the ball straight out of their hand. Yeah, they're doing that one. Yep, you're Absolutely. right. Yeah, the video is a good one. Uh, check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, if you haven't thought about rules for a while, just watch that video and see if there's any rules in there that you didn't know about. Um, and if there are, let us know. Excellent. All right, that is Throwback Thursday. Uh, so now it is time for the questions. And, um, well, let's let's take a look at yesterday's Pink Seals question of the day first, which was... How many provincial Chinese players do you think there are that are better than the number 50 player in the world? Who on the male side we established was Liam Pitchford. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Liam Pitchford. He's pretty darn good, you know. But um, yeah, we had quite Gary. a few responses. Yeah, we had we had um, quite a few responses. So um, Jared Cathcart said thousands. Um, Sam Palmer, too many. Um, Dieter said, no idea. A dominant top player does not guarantee a linear extrapolation. Extra, oh, sorry, extrapolation. Whew. Okay. Um, <laughs> my English is my English is not as good as yours, Dieter. Um, and uh, Pedro said, probably a couple of thousand. Eric Richardson said, in um, Chinese script, many. My Chinese uh, reading is quite good. So is Google Translate. Um and Matt Salt said probably an embarrassingly large number. Um, Eddie Kasser, an old friend, said there are a lot more registered below average players that exist in China than anywhere else in the world. They are best because of knowledge and practice. I don't think it's a numbers game. There you go. There you um, go. So that's a bit of a contrarian view to, to all the others. Yeah. Most people seem to think lots. Eddie yeah. Kasser, not yeah. so much. Yeah. And Shay Kelly said, most of them, I would say when I was training in China, the best Russian women's team came all, all ranked top 50 in the world and they obviously were, were not even close to the teenage province players. Interesting um, um, recollection there by Shay. And um, Billy Koo, Billy Billu Khan said 600 to 700. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it'd be really interesting to uh, somehow get them all in the room uh, playing Liam Pitchford and uh, and just see how they match up. But I, my, my my feeling is there's probably, you know, 50 to 100 players that are around that level. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Oh, oh, yeah, I was thinking maybe hundreds. But, um, yeah, hard to know. Maybe we will never know. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think we will, actually. No. Well, let's move on to today's Pink Skills question of the day, which is, why is table tennis the best sport in the world? So as always, if you want to get involved, jump on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash pingskills or go straight to the Pink Skills website and click on the table tennis blog link. Leave a comment. Let us know why is table tennis the best sport in the world? All right, now it really is time for our readers' questions. And first up is one from DK, a regular on the site. He says, 
as I am very interested in equipment, and also because I am more and more frequently asked by younger players about equipment, I would like to ask, what abilities and knowledge do I need to become an equipment expert and how do I gain them? Yeah, <laughs> we, we, get, uh, we get the equipment question quite a lot. Um, so we've got a video that explains just the basic levels of equipment that you need to consider and you need to consider which level you are and then get something within that level. To become an equipment expert, and I think I answered this on the on the site, the most important thing is to understand that equipment doesn't make that much difference. To be a real expert is to understand that basic principle. It doesn't make as much difference as you think. Um, the, the biggest thing is how much you train, how well you train. Equipment is not the answer. That is, when you have that knowledge, then you are an equipment expert. Hmm. Brilliant. Love it. (laughs) So simple. Yes. Um, And if you watched the show yesterday, you would have seen Alois get a little bit excited when he did talk about equipment, um, which is very rare. um, Just momentarily. Just momentarily, I did. I, I did get excited and and emotional about my old um, friendship seven two nine with the cream sponge. I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's go, Indeed. go back. All right. So um, there you go. That's the word on equipment. All right. Now, Victory has jumped on alloys and he's thrown a bit of a curveball question for us. He says. Which is your favourite classic Walt Disney movie of all time? I've got no idea. <laughs> you got um, no, no idea? Surely it's Star Wars. No, that's one of my least favourite movies of all time. Well, is that a, is that a Disney? Well, Disney not... bought Disney bought Star Wars recently. Oh, well, it's not a Disney movie though. Like he did. Like Walt wasn't out there. You know, drawing sketches and stuff for Star Wars, was he? No. What about the Lion King? That's not bad. Lion King's good. I like the Lion King. Toy Story. I saw Toy Story. I saw Toy Story two or three just recently on a plane. I quite enjoyed it. It was quite good. There you go. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's quite good, isn't it? So you know, yeah, cars. It's not bad. No. No good. No good. All right. Anyway, back to table tennis. Uh, Table tennis, yes. Johan says, says, am I the only one who thinks it's easier to topspin against a heavy chop straight off the bounce? I think it might be because it's easier to time. The ball hasn't slowed down so much and because I convert the upwards energy into speed. Yeah, Johan... I really liked your question because it made me think um, about that a lot. Um, I used to always find that the on my backhand side, my backhand topspin used to be terrible in a game, but I used to find that the one that I took straight off the bounce, off the backspin, um, was probably that my most successful um, shot. I, don't, I never really knew why. Um, maybe some of the ideas that you've had there, you know, that the, the ball hasn't slowed down and it's just easier to time. I'm not, I'm really not sure, but um, 
Yeah, I used to find that on the backhand. On the forehand, on the other hand, I used to um, find it easier when the ball bounced up and down and then was dropping a bit and I was able to top spin that one. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, for me, the backhand off the bounce was easy. Forehand waiting a little bit more was easier. Um, it'd be really interesting to hear other people's thoughts and ideas about why that might be. So, uh, Jeff, what about you? Uh, yeah, not for me, not off the bounce. I think top of the bounce got to be easiest. It's up higher. you got more margin for error. It's just got to be better at the top of the bounce. Yeah, um, but, but, but interestingly, though, yeah, my backhand was definitely better straight off the bounce, so... Not sure. Maybe maybe I had more time to think about it, you know, when the ball was bouncing up a little bit higher. And because my stroke wasn't, I wasn't confident in my stroke, it had more time for doubts perhaps, um, whereas heavy, straight, off, the, straight heavy, off the bounce. Yeah, heavy chop, straight off the bounce. Yeah, I don't know. I find it easier to time it once it's a bit more room and you can judge it a bit better. Straight off the bounce is a bit difficult. But, yeah, anyway, let us know your thoughts. Um when do you find it easy yeah, to hit that heavy top, the, uh, the top spin off heavy backspin? Yeah, good one, Johan. Got, good got us thinking. All right. Next up is a question from Tony. He says, I have learned table tennis for four years now and I have developed my strokes pretty good, but I just can't get every shot on the table if it is over 10 shots. What do you think the problem is? Ah, yeah. So, Tony, consistency is an interesting thing, isn't it? Like in a match, you don't often have to hit more than 10 shots on the table. So that's good. Um, But I think it's important to be able to hit 100, 500 shots on in a row, because what that says to me is your technique is sound and consistent. So if you can hit 500 shots, it means that your stroke is is good and you've, you've got a really solid grasp of what the stroke needs to feel like. If you can hit two or three, then maybe, you know, like my backhand, you're hitting one correctly and one incorrectly. Um, so, so I think um, technique is the key. If you can get your technique right, um, then you can't miss, basically. If you, if you hit the ball correctly ball's going to go on the table. Yeah, and, and I think that's a good point. So basically, if you're struggling to get more than 10, there's probably something too complicated about your action. You're probably doing something, coming across it a bit much, or, yeah, if you can just get those basic start position and finish position right every time, then there's not a lot that can go wrong. So, Tony, yeah, go back, uh, especially for the shots you're having the most trouble with, Watch our videos, really concentrate, get a good picture in your mind about that shot, learn where the start and finish positions are, and then just maybe film yourself and just compare the difference. Um, And once you iron out those uh, problems, yeah, you should really be able to ramp up that consistency. Excellent. All right, and uh, Victor E just says he thought you would say Jungle Book, Alois. Um, There you go. Well, you I did see Jungle. the remake. I saw the remake of Jungle Book recently, and it was very good. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, as you know, um, movies and me—I uh, I just forget. I, I, I wouldn't even know. 
Yeah, yeah, Alice either forgets that he's ever seen a movie or he falls asleep and actually doesn't see the movie. <laughs> yes. yes. Anyway, that wraps up show 263. Thanks again for watching. Make sure you check out pingskills.com. Sign up for our free newsletter. Lots of great tips every week. And thank you, Alois. Thanks, Jeffrey. And thanks, Pingskillers. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night again. Bye for now. Don't forget the splash screen, Jeffrey. Bye. Love that splash screen.